Hello and welcome to the Messages and Methods Livecast Life 2.0 Livestream Podcast, hosted by Encore Entrepreneurs Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. We inspire excitement for content creation and marketing your brand and business while answering all your technology and digital marketing questions. We love to help you, our content creator friends, with actionable tips to land more clients, nurture leads, and gain trust as an expert in your industry. Chat with Shelley and Toby live every Thursday on YouTube or Facebook. Hello and welcome to Messages and Methods. I'm Shelley Carney. And I'm Toby Eunice. Thanks for joining us today. Today we have a very special guest, uh, Brandon Leibowitz, and he's going to talk to us about how to get ranked at the top with SEO, social media marketing, and Google Ads. So we're looking forward to that. Before we do that, I'm going to take a little bit of your time and share some housekeeping with you. First of all, make sure that before you leave today, or if you watch the video later in the week, uh, like the video, YouTube likes it when you like our video, share it with your family or friends, your neighbors, the business associates, the entirety of your social network so that we can grow the channel. And finally, if you are not already a subscriber, please click on that subscribe button. When you see the notifications bell, click then on the notifications bell. That way, every time we schedule or start a live stream, you'll be immediately informed and as a result in the know. The other thing we'd like you to know is that the Super Chat light is lit. Uh, if you'd like to make a small contribution to our project, click on the dollar bill looking icon at the bottom of the chat window, and the nice folks at YouTube will walk you through that kind of uh, process. Also, it, uh, YouTube has a relatively new feature. Uh, if you're watching this after the live stream, uh, look down below the window, video window, and you'll see a heart with a dollar sign in it. So you can still give us uh, a donation or provide us a donation if you'd like. That's called super. Thanks. Super thanks. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yes. All right. So let's bring our guest, Brandon, on to join us today. All right. Brandon Leibowitz has been involved with digital marketing since 2007 and wants to share his knowledge about SEO, social media marketing, and Google ads. Brandon helps small and medium-sized companies get ranked at the top of Google by using search engine optimization tactics and bringing in traffic via social media and paid ads. Brandon operates SEO Optimizers, a digital marketing company that focuses on helping small and medium-sized businesses get more online traffic to convert into clients, sales, and leads. Welcome, Brandon. Thank you for having me on today. Absolutely. So, Brandon, let's hear more about how you got into SEO, what, what that's all about, and how you help people. Yeah, so I kind of just fell into it after I graduated from college. Got my first job doing digital marketing, helping out a company with their SEO and social media, helping out with paid ads, helping out with email marketing, taking pictures of products, kind of doing it all for them. And this is back in 2007. I just realized that everyone's probably going to have a website in the future. And everything I mentioned works to get traffic, but SEO is a way to get free traffic. So I thought, why spend money on paid ads when you can get up there for free? And been focused on that ever since, working at different advertising agencies and before work or after work, on my lunch break, I would work on my own company, building it up to where I was able to eventually quit my job and focus solely on this and been doing that ever since, helping people get that free traffic from Google. So Brandon, we're going to go on to a set of questions very much related to specifically to SEO optimization. But uh, what do you feel is the biggest challenge that digital marketeers face today? 
I would say trying to know where to be because there's so many channels to market yourself that people kind of just get lost in the weeds trying to figure out do I need to be on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, LinkedIn, on Google, on Yelp, and all these places. And they just really need to focus on who their audience is and where is their audience active. And just trying to take a step back and trying to think like, all right, if I was looking for my product or service, where would I go? I'd be going on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, on Spotify. Where would you be going to consume that content? And just trying to be in front of your audience at the right moment. That's the number one thing I think with digital is trying to be in front of your audience. I want to hear more about Spotify after this uh, next question. So the, the, for as much as I have dealt with it, Shelly's dealt with it, our audience has dealt with it, I'm not sure that everyone completely understands exactly what SEO optimization is, what it means. Could you take your time and provide us not only a good definition, but how it fits into the context of your other digital marketing activities? So SEO stands for search engine optimization, which means optimizing website for the search engines. It really means ranking on Google because Google kind of runs everything nowadays. So when you search on Google, there's ads at the top. Those are all paid ads where if you click on those websites, they're paying Google every time someone clicks. It could be a couple cents per click. It could be a couple dollars per click. It could be a couple hundred dollars per click. It's pretty expensive, those ads. So right below those ads are the organic listings. There's 10 spots on that first page of Google and SEO is getting you ranked on the, in the organic results. So you're not paying every time someone clicks. And right now, well, in the past, it was just websites that appeared. So in the past, there's just 10 websites appeared on that first page of Google in the organic listings. But now there's images, videos appear, maps appear. So try to take up as much free real estate as possible on that first page of Google is really the goal. So all your images on your website, optimize those. If you're a local business, getting you on Google Maps or Google My Business, they keep changing their name, but getting you up there. If you have any videos, optimizing those because those also show. And the thing about videos is Google owns YouTube. So anytime you search and you see videos, majority of the time, it's going to be a YouTube video there because Google owns YouTube and they're not really trying to promote Vimeo or Facebook videos. Occasionally, you'll see them there, but majority will be YouTube. So I always tell people, try to get a presence on YouTube sooner than later because Google owns it and they're going to promote it as much as they can. But SEO is really just trying to capture it, that free traffic. Which is, of course, what we try to do uh, with this channel. I'm going to put you on the spot, but not not real on the spot. This is going to be an easy one for you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to, I, while you were talking, uh, I actually searched messages and methods. And uh, I thought I'd show it to you just to get your opinion on the matter. So messages and methods, of course, is our brand name. And I noticed that the first kind of thing is a it looks like somebody's white paper on the topic of messages and methods. Uh, difference between some of the things, method, messages and methods by a company called Graceful Dev. And then there's some videos. And I noticed that we're not in the videos. The perverse place we show up is just below what I call the, uh, the fold, the fold. Uh, but we get a lot of coverage after that messages and methods on YouTube, uh, our ad messages, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but the one that's discouraging to me is that we go to videos and literally we're, there's nothing of us above the fold from what I can see. Do you see any of our stuff? No. 
There's not even anything below the fold. So you have to go down <laughs> deep. When when one of your clients, you know, says, this is where I'm at right now, and I'm not, and I don't expect free consultation here. But when one of your clients says, um, you know, what do, what do I need to do in order to improve my situation here? What What do you tell them as the basics? What are the, you know, what are the necessary basics? With SEO, it's not really a one size fits all. So got to dive in, figure out what's going on with your website versus the competitors and see what they're doing and what you're doing and what the disconnect is, because it's always going to be a different strategy. It's not trying to beat Google for SEO. I mean, it'd be great if we could figure out Google's algorithm out, but that's not really the goal. The goal is trying to figure out who's on that first page of Google for your keywords, how much SEO have they done and how could we do a better job of it? So looking at their keywords on their website or if it's a video looking at the title the description the captions all these other variables that go into it and just trying to have like a detective examine it reverse engineer it and try to figure out what did they do to get to that level with videos a lot of it is watch time how long people watch the videos the title the description having subtitles or having video embeds shares but really watch time is a big part how long do people watch it if it's a 30 minute video and people watch it for one minute, that's not a good sign. Mm -hmm. People watch it for 29 minutes, that tells Google or YouTube positive signal, but a lot of variables that go into each one. Mm. I don't wanna I don't want to hurt your feelings in any way, but Shelly and I always have a conversation prepared in case our guest doesn't show up. And today we were gonna talk about exactly that, the YouTube analytics and how you can interpret them. So that's a good topic to stay on. Shelly, over to you. Okay. Uh, well, I've always heard that if you wanted to hide a dead body, then the second page of Google was the best place for it because nobody ever looks there. Uh, but uh, when I was setting up our interview and our uh, graphics and our show for this week, I visited your website. And ever since I visited your website, whenever I go to a blog post or an article or anything where they've got Google ads on there, you pop up. I see your face. Uh, I see you everywhere now. <laughs> so I'm amazed at how much uh, you have, you know, infiltrated my uh, feed by just me visiting your website once. So what is it that you're doing that uh, is, is making all of that happen? So those are called remarketing ads. So anytime you go on Amazon or and you look at a product and you don't buy it, those ads usually follow you around. So doing the same thing, anyone that goes to my website and doesn't do a specific conversion action, follow them around with different types of ads, depending on what you've done. If you've reached out and we've done a free website analysis, then I'll give you ads promoting maybe testimonials. If you haven't booked a website analysis, then I'll give you ads saying book a call and stuff like that. So try to just target your audience and segment them into different groups because the majority of the traffic is going to unfortunately leave your website over half the traffic is probably going to get to your website and leave immediately. So try and keep yourself top of mind and capturing that traffic that came to your website. Maybe they're on their cell phone, someone called them and they got distracted and then they forgot about that. They were on your website. So try and just keep yourself top of mind using those remarketing ads works really well for most businesses. Well, you're one of the few people that I've ever interviewed that that's happened with. So, uh, I can tell that you, you know, 
do what you tell other people to do. You, you do it for yourself first. And that is always an indicator to me that you know what you're doing and you follow through. Um, I try to do that myself whenever, I, like yesterday, I was doing a, a, a live cast and I was talking about different different ways of distributing your content. And then I listened to it on my podcast this morning while I was eating breakfast. And I said, you know what? I need to go follow through on some of those things because uh, I wasn't doing that. So it's a really good um, uh, level of integrity that you're showing when all of these things are happening that you tell other people to do. It's happening for your business first. So uh, it, it sounds to me like you're not recommending SEO exclusively without ever putting a little money into it, because obviously with the remarketing ads that Shelly has seen, that that costs a little bit of money. There, there's some money involved there. Um, how do you, what do you recommend to people when they say, well, how much money should I spend? How, what should I be spending on this kind of uh, uh, marketing? Yeah, no, so that one also <laughs> kind of just depends on your business because I'm remarketing to my traffic. So it depends how much traffic you're getting to your website. That's your audience. So let's say you're getting a thousand people to your website every single day. That's a thousand people that you could follow around with the remarketing ads. But if you're only getting five people to your website a day, that's a lot less. So not as many people, not as much money that you're going to be spending. So it really depends on how much traffic you're getting, but you get away with spending 10, $20 a day and follow and hit a pretty big audience. But it just really depends on how large that audience is. The larger mm -hmm. it is, the more that you're gonna have to spend for remarketing for cold outreach ads. That also just depends on your return on your investment. If you're selling, let's say if you're just selling like hats or t-shirts, you can't really be spending that much money because each hat only costs maybe 20, $30. Mm -hmm. But if you're selling like cars or insurance or something like that, you're probably going to make a few thousand dollars. So you could spend a lot more trying to acquire that customer. So it just really comes down to making sure that you're going to get a positive return on ad spend, whatever you're spending in ads, you want to make sure that you're getting that back. That's the number one thing. And if you're getting a positive return on ad spend, then I would say keep pushing more money into that. So maybe start off small, scale it up and grow it and grow it along the way. But the more money you put into it, the more you're able to test also. So initially, if you are able to spend more money, you could throw ads up everywhere and then narrow it down saying, all right, males 20 to 25 are clicking, but they're not converting. Let's cut them out. Males 30 to 35, they're clicking, they're actually converting. Push more money into that. So eventually you have a smaller audience, but that's more targeted to who converts because you never know what's going to work until you try it out. If your client had some money to invest uh, in advertising, in, in online advertising, um, what? how do you recommend they funnel that correctly? Where should they make, you know, if, if depending on their budget, of course, uh, what should they first consider investing in uh, in terms of advertising before they do anything else? Well, if they're just doing ads, I would say test it all out, kind of throw everything against the wall, see what sticks, push more money into that, pull money away from what's not working, but try mainly Google ads. It's probably going to be the best starting point because people search on Google. They're looking actively. They have that intent where social media, you're kind of interrupting people based off interest and demographics and targeting, but that doesn't mean they're interested in your product or service at that moment. Maybe in the past they were, or in the future they will be, but doesn't mean now they are. Whereas on Google, they're looking. So I would test out with Google, doing search ads, which are just like text ads. You could do banner ads. Google owns YouTube, so you can do YouTube video ads. 
And there's a lot you could do with Google. You could do Gmail ads. You could do a ton of different ones. So not just throwing everything against the wall because some are going to be a lot cheaper than others. Also like the search ads, the just text ads are going to be very expensive. Whereas video ads are going to be pretty cheap. And with video on YouTube, you also get like 30 seconds free. So if mm -hmm. someone watches your YouTube video ad for 29 seconds, skips it, you don't pay a penny. After 30 seconds, then you only pay like 10 cents a view, which is much cheaper. And you got people to listen and hear your message for 30 seconds, which is a lot more than you can convey in a simple search text ad, which you only get a few hundred characters. So that's an interesting uh, premise that if you're on YouTube, should you also be doing YouTube advertising? I mean, how, what? What should someone who focuses on YouTube be doing? No, they don't help each other out. Doing mm -hmm. paid ads is not going to help you rank higher on Google or YouTube mm -hmm. or anything like that. They're all completely separate. All right, Shelley. Uh, well, we speak to a lot of content creators, content entrepreneurs, and uh, encore entrepreneurs, people who are interested <laughs> in, in turning their followers into sales. So do you have a method for turning followers into sales? Well, with traffic or social media followers or anything like that, like I could get you all these followers, grow your accounts on social media, or I could get you traffic by ranking you higher on Google. But if your website's not optimized for conversions, you're not going to get those leads. And like I said earlier, like half the people that come to your website are going to leave immediately. So keeping yourself top of mind, having multiple touch points with like those remarketing ads, trying to capture people's email addresses so you could send them email updates and newsletters and offer value. Just give them value. Don't promote yourself. Just give tips and advice and tricks that work. And that usually works pretty well, but got to have a website that's optimized to convert people. So when you look at a website, whatever you see on the screen, that's called above the fold. Once you start scrolling down on the website, that's below the fold. And the majority of the people never scroll down on the website or on a phone too. So if you don't have all your really pertinent information at the top of your website above the fold, you're losing over 70% of people will never scroll down. So you're losing over half your traffic right there. So you have to have your call to action above the fold. If it's an email form, or if you want them to buy something, having to add to cart or buy now button up there, having your phone number up there, or whatever it is that you want people to do. Gotta make sure it's right there, easy to see, it's clean, it looks good on mobile, especially nowadays, the majority of the traffic will come from mobile. Having also putting like a value proposition up there, like letting people know what's in it for me by going to your website, maybe having a couple bullet points or a video because people's attention spans are pretty short. So got to hook them and capture them right away and hopefully keep them interested that they want to learn more about your product or service, but got to have all that information at the top above your fold. That's really important. So we're always talking about people having uh, websites and how important they are. <clears throat> but there's other areas of importance like uh, your social media platforms. What would you say in addition to your website, you should be promoting? What what social media platform should you be promoting yourself on? Well, social kind of just depends on who your audience is. Where are they? Because a lot of people get bogged down and try to be on every platform where you should have a presence and have your username claimed on every app platform. But being active on every platform takes a lot of time and mm -hmm. you really just need to be active where your audience is at. So you got to take a step back and think about who your audience is, what platforms would they be active on? Are they going to be on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, TikTok, YouTube, or maybe none of them. And you just got to figure out like 
take a step back and really think, who is my audience? Where are they? Because just because TikTok and Instagram are the most popular ones doesn't mean that's where your audience is at. Like for myself, I'm an SEO company or like a lawyer or a doctor, probably not going to get many people coming to them on Facebook or Instagram. I mean, some people <laughs> might find me that way, but the majority of people are probably going to go on Google or Yelp. And then after they find me there, they're going to check my reviews out or check my social media out for proof that I'm legitimate, credible, real business. It like puts a face behind the company, letting people know that you're a real business and that you're here to help people out. They can read reviews. They can see testimonials. They could ask questions. They could message you and connect with you. So it's a way to really build trust with people, and which also helps out with the conversion optimization is getting people to convert because a lot of people go to your website, but they're not going to trust you. So getting them to trust you with social media, social proof, newsletters from email marketing and just ads if you want to target them that way helps just really build that trust up. So what are the chances that if all uh, a small business had was a website that had been optimized for SEO, good titles, good description, good tags, the right kind of content, and did nothing else in terms of social media, what are their chances of succeeding? Well, they could definitely succeed. Social media and SEO are separate. They're not going to help each other out. Social media is really just a way to drive more traffic to your website, ultimately, because everything needs to go back to your website. You mm -hmm. want to send people to your website because you own that website. Social media, you're just renting space off these platforms and the engagement is so low that it doesn't really get any reach. And also they could take you down anytime. So you want to send everyone to your website. That's yours. And having a website is number one. A lot of people don't have websites. And I tell them you need to have a website because that's yours forever. You own and get full control of that. Everything else is not yours. You're just kind of renting space, helping these other platforms get richer by using your content and then serving ads on top of them. And they're making money. I mean, YouTube will give you some money, but they don't really pay out that much. Every thousand mm -hmm. views, you might make a dollar right. or something like that. So you're not making too much money off those. And But those platforms are making a ton of money off of you. So that's interesting. It, it sounds to me as if when you make recommendations in terms of optimizing your website for SEO, you have a business other than being on social media, looking for YouTube, uh, you, you know, your, your monthly YouTube check. Your when SEO, as I understand it, the way you describe it, is not necessarily going to help me do that. Is that correct? No, I mean, SEO will help you get more exposure if someone's searching on Google or if mm -hmm. someone's searching on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I can help you rank higher your videos organically on YouTube. So you get more views, more visibility. So it's not just optimizing for Google. It's pretty much anywhere. If you're searching on Amazon, there's ways to make your products rank higher on Amazon or Yelp to make your business rank higher on Yelp. So anywhere where there's a search feature, essentially there's an algorithm and a way to optimize your listing or whatever it is on that platform to rank higher and show up more organically. That's interesting. So are you suggesting uh, uh, that fundamentally when somebody searches on Yelp and somebody searches on Google, that, that fundamentally the algorithms behave in the same way? Oh, no, they're different, but there's similarities and there's ways to test just like what Ranking on Google, doing SEO, there's ways to test ranking higher on Yelp or any of these platforms. So 
and they'll kind of give you some best practices and standards that they're looking for. So if you follow what they're looking for and then do some testing on your own to see what works and what doesn't work, then you're gonna kind of find that secret sauce that helps to get more exposure on whatever platform that you're testing on. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, uh, you brought up rented land and I'm a big believer in building your home on owned land. Uh, so how can we grow our email list? Yeah, growing your email list is not easy. You have to entice people with something on your website for free. So if you could give out like a free ebook, a lot of people do, or if you could give like, if you're an e-commerce website, you give people a discount, a coupon code saying first time purchases get 10% off or 15% off and capture that email address. And yeah, it's tough, but any way possible to capture that email address and don't make it a long complicated form or pop-up, just ask for their email address. Maybe ask for the name if you want to do that, but having that name field is going to reduce the amount of people that fill it out because the more fields you have, the less conversions you're going to get. Just adding the word name in there is going to instantly drop conversions. Or sometimes we'll see people that say first name, last name separately. That doesn't make sense. Just ask for their name and email or just ask for their email. Once you get their email, then you can follow up and say, hey, thanks for signing up for my email list. Here's whatever I was going to give you. And also, can you tell me your name? And you can start asking all those questions that you'd want to get, like their phone number or whatever contact information you could ask in the follow-up emails. But initially, make it easy. Less is better. Don't have a complicated form, especially on mobile. You got to think people don't want to sit there on their mobile phone filling out all these forms. They just want to give you as little information as possible. And then from there, then you can nurture them and start sending them those those email follow-ups. Even with the paid ads, like the remarketing ads that we were talking about, you could run email lists so you could upload a list of email addresses and target them with the remarketing ads on Google or any of these platforms. So uh, I'm one of those people who gets frustrated at, at the amount of advertising that I get on my Instagram account. But honestly, I secretly admire the fact that they know exactly what I happen to be looking for on any given day. It's really pretty amazing. It's uh, I have a I I've come to the conclusion that the Alexa in my house actually lets them know that you know Toby's been talking about the DJI Osmo action camera because now that's that's all I see in terms of advertising. So at the beginning of the conversation, we asked you some of the uh, obstacles that people are facing when it comes to digital marketing. What would you say are the top five, three, four, five trends that we're seeing in digital marketing as of uh, October 2022? Well, definitely the video, like I talked about a little bit earlier, like everything is shifting to video. People want visual content and people's attention spans are really short. So if you look at social media nowadays, like Instagram is primarily videos. There's still some pictures, but primarily videos, TikTok, all videos. So if you could have the presence and start creating videos online, especially on like YouTube platforms like that, it would be a good thing to do sooner than later because people want to see your face. It's tough for people to get behind the camera, but once you do it, the first time it's pretty easy. It's just, yeah, I get over that hurdle and just do it. And then once mm-hmm. you do it, it's easy to keep pushing that content out, but people want to see it. And that's probably one or the videos and mobile is a big one is everything is really shifted towards mobile and it's not going to slow down anytime soon. And with mobile screens are a lot smaller. So you got to make sure your website is optimized for mobile. Maybe you trim it down and you don't have all the same features that you have on the desktop version on the mobile version. Maybe you just have 
half of your website on mobile because desktop, you get a lot more room, a lot more real estate on mobile because you have a tiny screen and you don't want to have it cluttered and you don't want to have people zooming in. So making sure that website is just really clean and looks good on mobile because a lot of websites are mobile friendly, but they're not really optimized for conversions on mobile and they don't look that good. They look good enough, but they're not perfect. So those are some of the bigger trends that I would look out for. So, okay. Well, um, we have, uh, we can share, uh, your free gift for the audience. Uh, it's an SEO masterclass. Can you speak to that and what that's all about? So yeah, in the past, I well still do teach a lot of classes about SEO and well, digital marketing, but I have a free class that anyone could attend and it goes in depth about SEO, how it works step-by-step step, showing you strategies. Also on YouTube, I put a bunch of my classes up there for free as well about all aspects of digital marketing, like paid ad, Google ads, Google analytics. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter marketing, how to rank higher on Yelp, how to rank higher on Google Maps and tons, how to do keyword research, all the stuff that needs to be done to show you how to rank higher on Google or get more exposure online. So there's a lot of content that I put out there and people can watch it all for free on YouTube or on my website as well. All right. Bring up your website here real quick while Shelly and you are talking. Yeah. So, uh, Definitely take advantage of that because it's obvious to me <laughs> this man knows what he's talking about. He's everywhere in my feed now. <laughs> and wouldn't you like the same for your business? If you know somebody clicked on something they saw in Google and went to your website, and then suddenly you're everywhere and constantly top of mind. So definitely check out that masterclass with Brandon. Uh, is there anything else that I haven't asked you or Toby hasn't asked you today that you wanted to share with our audience. Well, I mean, with digital marketing, it all takes time and patience and SEO does take time. It's not immediate. It does take about six months on average. Sometimes it can be more, sometimes it can be less depending on the competition and all these other variables, but SEO does take time. So a lot of people get discouraged. They're not seeing those results. They're not seeing traffic coming in and you gotta keep working at it and keep sticking with it because it does take time, but if you want immediate results, that's where social media or paid ads come into play, where you run some paid ads, you're going to get traffic right away. So if you want to supplement, and that's what a lot of people will do is while they're waiting for the SEO to kick in, they'll have paid ads going. And then once the SEO starts working, then they can kind of scale back on the paid ads and push more money into the SEO because Google starts to trust you because the biggest thing is Google just doesn't trust anyone. So got to get <laughs> Google to trust you and Trust takes time. It's not something you just do overnight. Google does not trust any website and you got to build that trust up over time. Hmm. Hmm. I, I always feel like every time we talk to one of these folks that are specialists in either website development or SEO, I think to myself, I, we've got to just get better. At we're this. not doing this yeah, right. <laughs> we're not doing this right. Yeah. So it's always, it's always <laughs> nice to talk to someone who knows about this stuff and, and uh, talks about it with conviction. Uh, it's obvious to us that you know very much about, uh, about what you're talking about. And uh, we appreciate it. I know our audience will appreciate hearing these things from you. So uh, we do have a way to get in touch with you on both your website. I see your phone number and your email address sure. right at the top. 
Uh, let me add that to the stream. Um, and it looks like you've done what you've said to do, uh, give people a way to contact you, promote your social media sites and uh, cover your business as uh, quickly as possible. So um, it's a very well, very well designed website. And I can, you know, I, I suppose it comes from your expertise and experience at doing this for uh, other folks as well. So very nice to see that you uh, walk the talk. <laughs> so no, no. any uh, last words? Uh, that's all I had for today. And we just want to thank you, Brandon, for showing up and just with all kinds of knowledge and sharing it with our, uh, with us and with our audience. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, my only regret about these things is that we can't, we can, you know, we don't have a three hour show because we could go on with these conversations on behalf of our audiences for that kind of time, especially when we get somebody who's as knowledgeable on these topics as you are. So we really appreciate you taking the time to join us today, Brent. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on. We just barely scratched the surface. So if they want to do learn more, they should check out that class and they could find it on my website at seooptimizers.com forward slash gift. That's S-E-O-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com forward slash gift. And they can find that all there. And we have posted that in the chat room. So for those of you that uh, view this later, just take a look at the chat. Yeah, the We've also box. added it to the description box <laughs> yeah. below. So please make sure you take advantage of that free gift that Brandon is offering his That's prospective right. clients. All right. Brandon, thanks for joining us today. We're going to do a little bit of outro. Stick around so we can finish up with you afterwards. We appreciate it. Thank you. Last words. That's all we have for today. We hope you join us again next week. We'll have another great guest and another great topic. If we don't have a great guest, we'll have a great topic. Absolutely. All right. We can always we'll do that. see you next week. Then. We look forward to it. Uh, make sure that you check on us, check in on us at uh, New Mexico Day Trips on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time. I don't know. We've got a lot of options for this next week's show, but if you haven't seen last week's, which was us covering the... Uh, Route 66, the, the new uh, Route 66 Visitor Center on Nine Mile Hill in Albuquerque. Take a look at that. It was a lot of fun for us. And we were able to work with some of our friends, uh, longtime friends. And I think that made it even more fun. So join us. We look forward to seeing you on either of these programs. All right. Oh, and we got Shelly. Shelly's, uh, <laughs> I wanted to mention, has restarted her programming on Shelly Carney Livestream Coach. 4 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time on Wednesdays. And just the work that she's done recently in terms of sharing her expertise in a lot of these areas, you should take advantage. She does it uh, in a very uh, formatted way with her uh, slide presentations, but it makes her presentations very precise. She doesn't, there's not a lot of fluff in there. She gives good content, <laughs> good information, and I enjoy watching her when she does it. Right? All right. No uh, fluff. No fluff. All good no stuff. Fluff. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Thank you for joining Messages and Methods Livecast Live 2.0, hosted by Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Please subscribe and leave a comment or question, and we'll consider your ideas for future shows. Share this podcast with your family and friends so they can learn about current digital marketing practices, too. Check the show notes for links and resources, and please come back again next week. <laughs>